we're back. Hello. Let's see. Hello. How are you? Thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm good. We just, we, I mean, we literally just rolled in from uh, being out in Southeast Iowa for the day. So it's good to be here because you know, Iowa, it's 75% vowels and hundred percent awesome. <laughs> yeah. For those listening, uh, she is pointing at a sign that does say Iowa is 75% vowels, 100% awesome. It's not something I didn't know that, but now, now I do in some sense, I always knew. Uh, and don't well, confuse it with Ohio. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. All right. Um, well, thank you so much for being It is now 8.33 p.m. on the evening of November 4th, 2020. The election was yesterday, and we're going to talk about it on Rock Hard Caucus. <laughs> My name is Justin, and I am here tonight with Evan and Chuck. Hi there. It's been quite a while since I've been on, I think, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I didn't check the spreadsheet, but it has it's been. It's been a at least a month, yeah. But I'm glad I could make it for this one because this yeah. is uh, this is a doozy here. This is going to be <laughs> yeah. Glad to be, be here one. for the dawn of a new era. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> truly transformational change in American politics. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, we don't really have a roadmap for the episode, but there's plenty to talk about. The most important election of our lives was yesterday. Evan, I think it seems like you have a, a bit of an optimistic outlook on this. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Where yeah. did you get that idea? <laughs> well, what you were just saying, you know, a transformational moment. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Biden's going to unite the country. And by that, I mean, he's going to rehabilitate all of the shitty right wing people that, they've, <laughs> you know, you're reaching across the aisle shake some hands and whatnot yeah i i think that evan and i have a bet going that may or may not have been mentioned on the show before but i bet gosh probably at least a couple of years ago that trump was going to be a two-term president it was like 2017 i'm pretty sure yeah. <laughs> like it was like it was, shortly yeah. after the inauguration yeah it was it was a while ago so uh that's is my explanation as to why I decided to cast my ballot for Mr. Trump uh, when I went to the polls uh, yesterday <laughs> because I don't want to pay Evan $15 and my vote is worth about that much. So I really yeah, had to sure. just, mm-hmm. I had to dig deep and listen to my heart and uh, I had to try to protect my investment and it worked out pretty well in the state of <laughs> Iowa. Um, we're now officially a red state. If you guys haven't heard, <laughs> yeah, it's not like we didn't already sort of know that. Well, it's always yeah. kind of funny to me <laughs> that people consider Iowa a swing state anymore. Yeah, I wasn't considering Iowa a swing state until like, I don't know, October of this year. <laughs> and then Yeah. Yeah, that that notion <laughs> that went away. That turned out quickly. well. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. Also, I checked my spreadsheet check. I believe the bet was for twenty dollars, uh, Steam game. Uh so Ah shit. All right. Lots yeah. of spreadsheet talk tonight. People are going to be thrilled to hear about our spreadsheets. (laughs) That's right. I did vote in person the other day. Um, I actually requested an absentee ballot that I completely forgot that I requested. So I had to dig through my mailbox through all the election junk because my mail just gets put through like a slot on my porch and goes into a cardboard box. And I found a bill that I forgot to pay in there also. So that was nice. Uh, But then I also did find my absentee ballot, which when I got to the polls was... They told me that it was actually just the request form, so I got to just oh. <laughs> throw it in the garbage and, and vote. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I almost forgot to fill out the back of the ballot. I marked my choices, and I got up, and I was in line, and I got a quick glance at the gentleman in front of uh, me's ballot, and I noticed there was stuff on the back, and I'm like, oh, right, yeah, I better... I better go back and finish this thing. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of slogged yeah, back to my Did you copy off of this man? <laughs> you copied the fucking you copied his answers shut up dude that's tampering or something uh, but I, I slogged back to the booth and I finished filling out my ballot and then I got back in line but it was pretty quick uh, it was in and out within five minutes I mean I went pretty early in the day and uh, there was a few people there but yeah knocked it out and just kind of went home and hung out and waited how did you vote on the uh, back page Assuming that it's the same. On my back page, it was like all the Supreme Court vacancies, yeah. not vacancies, but like retention. 
Yeah. I voted for all the good stuff is what I voted for on the I back. voted against retaining <laughs> all of them, as, yeah. as yeah. you should do. Me too. And also yeah. against the constitutional convention thing, yes, which is absolutely. just like an... It's like they were all appointed by Republicans, and like our state government is run by Republicans. So if they have a constitutional convention, then ain't, ain't shit good happening. <laughs> like, no, that'd, that'd be fun. It would be fun because there's no. It's just like a bill. It's like a bill that's like every ten years that has mm-hmm. to show up on a ballot, and it's like there's no reason. There's no like actual like amendment that they're like specifically looking at. It's like we're just gonna have a constitutional convention and we're gonna decide if we want to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. If we want to tune this thing up. Yeah. Yeah. I I believe it's part of the original Iowa Constitution is that every ten years, uh, we get to vote on amending it, and we never ever have since what eighteen. 18- Mid eighteen hundreds. When was Iowa? Be- like when did it become forty eight? I think. Yeah, yeah. But I, I love the back of the ballot because I could just fill in like a hundred bubbles that just said no next to them. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really getting into the spirit there. Mm-hmm. Doing your civic duty. Mm-hmm. I was just looking over the results here. It looks like uh, we retained every single judge in the state of Iowa. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we were not doing the constitutional convention again. And that lost, like, pretty handily. That has never mm-hmm. happened, I don't think. <laughs> no, it has not. Uh, it looks like 407,000 votes for yes and 971,000 for no. So overwhelmingly, Iowans do not want burner. to amend Easy. the Constitution. Yeah, I haven't looked at the Iowa Constitution, but if it's, like, based on the uh, original one, then, I don't know, maybe maybe we should have voted yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's like plenty of amendments that could be made, but uh, the people who would be amending it would be, you know, Bobby Kaufman, <laughs> who yeah, won I his re-election. I think the three-fifths compromise is still in there, too. <laughs> Maybe we should have voted yes on that one. Bobby Kaufman, he was the uh, Republican who will literally run over your dog, right? Yeah, that was him. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned that, but... No, I don't think that came up on the show because it was pretty recent. Yeah, but this guy like literally ran over a dog in front of like some like oh yeah lawyer or something. Yeah, one of his neighbors. Yeah, and he didn't stop. And then like the lawyer guy stopped, and like there was like a kid like mourning his his dead dog. Actually, he was saving uh, that kid from getting its face bitten off by the pit bull, (laughs) which now you can own in Denver, Colorado. Apparently, yeah. So yeah, Republicans will literally kill your dog and not show any remorse for it until it becomes public knowledge. So yeah, if you're a pediatric uh, pediatric plastic surgeon and you're looking for uh, new opportunities, uh, look no further than the city of Denver. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bobby Kaufman, uh, state representative from Iowa District 73. Uh, he was up against Lonnie Polkrebeck this election. You guys know who that is? He was a no. former sheriff, wasn't he? Yes, he was the Johnson County Sheriff until he decided to run for a state house and lose. So the the Democrats put up a cop to beat Bobby Kaufman, and it didn't pan out. <laughs> it's pretty much the story of the election, working. isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it seems like a losing strategy. It's like the so bipartisanship far. shit. Like didn't really work. <laughs> it's like eh, they should have listened to our last episode critiquing their ads. <laughs> yeah, I, I think by then it may have been a little bit too late. Yeah, Chuck, you mentioned looking at the other guy's ballot. Um, did you guys <laughs> uh-huh. have like the secrecy folders at your polling place? Nope. Yeah, well, I, we didn't I, have them. I went absentee. Yeah, First you time were ever. by mail, right? Yeah. Which I will probably do that for, like forever. It's not that hard. It's like really, at least in Iowa, it's not bad. Yeah, I was just too despondent to care about voting, so I didn't go through with the process. You know, we had the pretty classic, uh, like plastic uh, sort of dividers at a table that just, you know. It's like three sides and a top on it, and you just kind of you fill, fill it out there within the privacy of your little cubby hole, and then walk it over to the machine. Yeah, I was expecting the little folders, you know. So when you bring your ballot from the, the your cubby area to the scanning machine, the shredder, I didn't want anybody to see like how I voted. I didn't want them to see what I wrote, what I wrote in for every office. <laughs> <laughs> for every oh I, I know the one but that's uh I, i'm kind of curious now yeah well i just wrote but in, i'm gonna uh, respect your secrecy you know he wrote in hillary clinton for everything <laughs> yeah no I, I wrote in just all capital letters bernie and like bigger just, than all of the lines just the and squares. yeah just <laughs> for every office yeah <laughs> Did you actually do that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. That's how we can still win. 
<laughs> I left a lot of stuff blank because it was like... No, I, I mean, I wouldn't... Yeah, it'd be funny. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in my district, like, a lot of stuff goes unopposed. Um, I don't really give a shit about the uh, house race, which... Uh, <laughs> Maybe I should have a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think what was we that uh, blew that by. prediction. <laughs> we blew that prediction. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe we can get into uh, how, how well we did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, one? Wait, no, we got two out of four. Uh, yeah, in, in terms of predicting correctly, yes. Yeah, actually, the I don't think the other one, the Rita Hart loss has been... <laughs> etched in stone yet. no i don't, I don't God, think they've that was called so two close in johnson yet. county yeah it's like way yeah it, it might be she could still pull it out but it's incredibly <laughs> close what was it like 400 votes was the difference it was like for a, her? A 200 votes or something jesus last time i saw it yeah on the uh on the secretary of state's website right now it's less than 300 apart wow the yeah. photo finish <laughs> well i wish stella's mom the best of luck <laughs> Yeah, you'd think, you know, having my friend's mom be the candidate would be more motivating <laughs> for me, but... <laughs> not not enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe the last time I gave any kind of prediction on the podcast, I at that point, I was thinking Biden would maybe win Iowa, but no, not not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he... I thought he maybe had, like, a puncher's chance, but I... I don't know, man. I was... So, I have... I drove to Ames on Sunday, and on the way there, you know, in the past, there's a, you see the occasional sort of, you know, Trump thing on these, like, rural properties where they be, you know, like, houses that are kind of out of the way or, you know, farm properties or whatever, but basically every property that we drove by on the way to Ames had their own kind of, like, Trump shrine that was mm. on their property. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it was, like... The, the most common one was just a cluster of signs where it was just like a big Trump sign and then every other you know Republican that was running. I saw ones that were massive that covered the side of a barn. Um, I saw big flags with different sort of Trump caricatures on them. I think I might have mentioned the Rambo one. Have you guys seen that one? Uh, I don't remember that. It's like Trump dressed up as Rambo. Yeah, so it's Trump as Rambo and he's uh, has Rambo's body, but it's his head and he's wearing like the, the red sort of... Um, bandana and he's like glistening and he's holding a flamethrower that's uh shooting fire and there's like a fighter jet behind him i saw that one a few times on a couple of different flagpoles um i saw stuff that was just like a uh like a busted wooden pallet with like a flag painted on it and like a keep america great sign but pretty much every single property i drove by had something and i got that same sort of feeling just for the state of iowa about how I felt back in 2016 when I saw that video like two weeks before election day or maybe even less than that of the like booby trapped Trump sign compilation where it was like some guy that like had put razor wire on his sign or like electrified it or something and it was just his outdoor camera like I don't know if it was staged or not but like catching people getting injured trying to steal a sign and that was kind of the moment that I was like ah shit like this is psycho shit this guy's gonna fucking win but like <laughs> driving through Ames and seeing all of that it just it or two Ames rather just squashed like any thought that I had of it even being close in Iowa and in typical Democrat form we had record turnout in the state of Iowa for everybody yeah. Yeah. especially <laughs> Democrats and they still got fucking rolled across yeah. the fucking board yeah uh full red you know presidential senate uh yeah it wasn't close either no uh they lost the first district for sure second district probably uh fourth is staying red obviously like sure yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. although no longer uh king dumb because steve king oh yeah no (laughs) thanks to him i i think that was the funniest election day tweet was like Steve King tweeted, I like enthusiastically voted for Trump, but I could not bring myself to vote for the <laughs> House of Representatives seat. <laughs> yeah. It's like Fiendstra's a fucking step too far. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, Steve King, he got shafted. He got <laughs> the he local got Republicans just ruined him. Yeah. I wouldn't vote for the guy either. Cancel culture's gone too far. Yeah. If I got punished for my racism and then replaced by some like grinning freak 
<laughs> I'd be reluctant to vote for the grinning freak as well. <laughs> yeah. Trump had the racist bona fides that he was looking for, but Feenstra just was just not not enough. Speaking of turnout, nationally, what what was it that I saw that voter turnout was like 67%? It was up like 17 to 18% from 2016? Yep. Yep. Right. And Joe Biden to tell you, he's won more votes than any candidate in history. <laughs> Which they're gonna they're gonna oh, trot that heart. out they're gonna yeah, trot yeah. that out so hard Fuck despite yeah. like losing basically every demographic or not losing but like losing ground on like every demographic yeah. Yeah. and like having like you'd think that oh yeah like biggest turnout in like a hundred years would be a Biden landslide but like no it's like the absolute m- most squeaker of victories that you yeah. could possibly like, have yeah. if it stands like right. <laughs> Which, I mean, I think it will, but, like, what the fuck? It, it's this possible is... it'll be exactly 270 electoral Yeah, it's going to be, like, 271. <laughs> <laughs> like, it literally, oh, I, I would, I would, I'm going to put it at 271, like, 268 right. or whatever. <laughs> it's going to, it's, it's so, it's very funny to me to watch, like, this come down to, like, a rec center in Michigan with pizza boxes covering the windows <laughs> as people are counting ballots. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then, like people counting ballots in the city of fucking Omaha that's going to like tip the scale one way or another, you know, whether it's a tire. I mean, it's as of right now, it's 8.50 right now. I believe, uh, are we still waiting on Nevada, is it? Or what are we waiting on still out west? Nevada and Arizona haven't been called yet, but both are leaning Biden and that's all he would need to to lock it up. Right. So as of right now, there's still, it's like you just said, it's looking like it's going to be a Biden win, but I really don't, it's obvious. I don't even need to say this, but like the transfer of power is going to be an absolute fucking nightmare. Like they're going to fight tooth and nail for these mail-in ballots to get thrown out. They're going to try to get as many thrown out as they can. They're going to sow as much decisiveness as they can in people about this. And it's just going to, the longer it goes on, the more riled up, you know, his base is going to get and the more pressure they're going to be putting on people for, you know, investigating this and yada, yada, yada. And that kind of got me thinking too. So how, how much time, you know, should Trump, you know, lose. How much time does he have left in office until Biden's inaugurated? About two months. Yeah, January is it the twentieth? Yeah, January twentieth. It's my mom's yeah. birthday. Right. And they got me thinking today about all the people that he might pardon in that timeline. You know, because <laughs> that's gonna you know, be good shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of really like this. It might be the best time for like posting and you know content the next couple of months here for sure. Especially if you know he's just waiting to leave office. I was saying the the best thing would be if Trump just pardoned every single felon in the entire country and then just goes that's what Joe Biden wanted. Like this is <laughs> this is the country that Joe Biden wanted. Hell yeah. I would Law be in order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I mean that would make him probably one of the better presidents. That would ever. make him yeah, that would be probably the best thing that any president has done yeah. for like fucking my entire life. So <laughs> cementing his legacy i really think though that he's i think that part of him is very relieved i think to to potentially be done i mean he got what he wanted he got to be the most famous man in the world for four years i mean there's nobody you know globally that's more talked about and like more in the fucking spotlight than the president of the united states so he got to be the most popular guy in the world um he helped his buddies get rich he helped his family get rich the dude can literally just be done and just go back to doing whatever the fuck he was doing before yeah. this. He can just and his get, cult. His yeah. cult isn't going away. No, it's not they're going there. away at all. They're, they're like there, oh, obviously Don Junior. <laughs> Don Junior, twenty twenty four. You know, uh, Ivanka. You know, twenty fucking twenty eight. Like it's these people oh, aren't going to go away. I don't. I, I, there's so many of my liberal friends that are like, oh, the nightmare is about to be over. No, it's just beginning. Like this is <laughs> the, the everlasting effect that Trumpism has had on the American psyche. It's, it's going to last a generation. Like, it's, I mean, we're still going to be having fallout from this guy. I mean, just the QAnon freaks, for one, just like that Yahoo, like Sarah Palin conservative bullshit that helped kind of get him, like the Tea Party shit kind of helped him. Like, that, that was the seeds getting planted. He watered the fuck out of that, and it's blossomed into a big, like, palm tree with turds coming out of it. And he's just, I mean, some of the people that I know that just seeing how they've changed you know, when he became president, it's, I I just, I don't see that going away, especially if it's going to be like as contested as it is with these mail-in ballots. Like I've I've been saying that 
it's going to be close. Biden's probably going to edge it out, and it's going to come down to these fucking mail-in ballots, which it is, and they're going to fight tooth and nail to get as many thrown out as they can. So even if they don't succeed in doing that, which they probably won't, well, I don't think they will at all, <laughs> that's going to just, it's, it's going to sow doubt uh, for these people's minds the rest of their lives. I mean, all these these drain-the-swamp people, like, oh, this is the swamp, the swamp's refilling, and they're mm-hmm. fucking, they're trying to get Biden in there. And they're sort uh, of right. <laughs> yeah, so I just... It's it's not over. It really has just begun. Obviously, things aren't going to change because Biden's a fucking Republican. He's going to surround himself with Republicans when he is likely in office. He's going to work with the Republican-controlled Senate. Very obviously, if he makes it through his entire term, it's not all sunshine and fucking daisies. I mean, <laughs> no, I no, get it. I... orange man bad, orange man bad, but just. Uh, I don't know. This is I'm pretty camp. sure we're all in agreement that things are going to get a lot worse before they ever of get course. better. Yes. Oh, yeah. They kind of is... have to. It's like a fucking necessity for things to get better. Yeah, the way things are looking I mean... now, like this is one of the worst possible outcomes. <laughs> I what I was yes. thinking. Like, I almost, like, god damn, like, it almost would be better if Trump won. Yeah, honestly. Like, just I as mean... far as, like, long-term future of this country, like, I, I don't know. I mean, that's way too early to say but like even a biden presidency with the republicans controlling all of congress is like that is a nightmare like his entire career yeah. has been working with these people yeah you think biden yeah. is gonna fucking like weather this storm like you think that like biden is going to in the four years that he has like is he gonna make a goddamn dent in the republican opposition does he no. want to no he doesn't want <laughs> to <Probably> not, no <laughs> like we only have absolutely inept fucking corrupt democrats and bloodthirsty corrupt fucking republicans what could go wrong what could go wrong <laughs> yes now we have joe biden who can't remember his children's names is going to be at the helm figuratively of course but i just man now that i'm sitting here thinking about it you're right like that this is probably one of the worst case scenarios <laughs> and plus the, the core of many bad out. i mean there's yes. no good <laughs> i mean obviously yeah there wasn't really a, a possible good future out of what we were no. being thrown into not in the next four years <laughs> no so i got a question for you guys um do you think that i mean i think we agree that had had he not faced obstruction the whole way there and faced hit jobs left and right Bernie probably would have won this election more handily than Biden. I think we can agree with that, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we have the the advantage of this just being. I mean, there's no evidence to the contrary, so I'll say like unequivocally, uh, Bernie would have won, right? Because <laughs> you can't prove otherwise. I would say I would put one disclaimer on that would be like if the Democrats actually put support behind well, yeah, him, that's, yeah, I <laughs> which is like that, you know? he could have maybe like obviously like. You know, it would have just taken, like, Elizabeth Warren, like, reading the signs and dropping out when a normal person would have dropped out. I mean, obviously, we don't know why well, she that's, didn't, but... that's part of it, but, I mean, you also had Obama aligning everybody else to fucking... Well, right. ...dump out yeah. at the same time and get and behind COVID. Joey. But even if Obama did that and Elizabeth Warren dropped out, like, Bernie probably still would have, like, won Super Tuesday and would I have been so. on path. But anyway, like, they would have not put their support behind bernie anyway no like, no, no, no which is they would have rather if, he lost if, yeah 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 no but yeah bernie's actual fucking message would have like yeah 100 won. you have somebody that's actually Obviously. offering uh something tangible like there's a fucking plan there there's there's something that people can be hopeful about to go and vote for that's something that they can change their lives but i mean with with biden it's just like it just reminds it's it's Hillary again. It's like, well, we don't want Trump. You know, if if you don't vote for me, Trump's going to win, and you don't want more Trump, or you don't. You know, the Democrats have shown once again that they just sort of treat these elections like a fucking checklist of demographics. Like they don't they don't see fucking people. But they as did human a pretty beings. bad job of that. Exactly. Yeah. They exactly. have. <laughs> they have to do that right. Quite literally, nothing to sell except for outrage. Like, yeah, orange man bad. That's it. <laughs> you saw that Trump uh, improved his turnout among every demographic except for white men <laughs> yeah so th- yeah you can thank us later everybody white That's men right. actually won the election for biden um uh, yeah white women uh, do better voted for trump more this time <laughs> sorry girls oh man I'm just kidding no it's just like it's true though like that's the- <laughs> no uh, it is true like you know it's like re- democrats always are like I just cannot believe that a Republican would vote against their own fucking self-interest. 
It's like you are someone who claims to be a like lefty persuasion of some kind. Yeah, yeah you are explicitly you are voting. You are telling everyone to vote explicitly for a right wing economic program. Like yeah. there is no way, which is what the Democrats have been selling since Clinton, obviously. But like they don't understand what their party is, and they don't want to know because if they found out, then it would it would disturb them. Because, like, it is pretty disturbing not having any hope. Like, there's no fucking <laughs> silver linings, like, for us. It's just, like... No. God damn. I, I don't know. It's like we're living... I don't know. I've said it before, but it's, like, we're basically living at, like, the collapse of a empire. And it's kind of like the USSR, where, like, everyone knows that all of, like, official po- political outlets are just, like, lies, corrupt. Like, everyone knows it's just bullshit. It's just, like, all pretense. But they just go on with their lives because, like, they know that they can't change anything. They know they don't have any power. So they're just going to go on with their measly lives and just put up with it. Mm-hmm. Or yep. they're just going to el- construct elaborate fantasies <laughs> to make it seem like everything is okay. Which is, the Democrats are extremely... I mean, the whole Russiagate thing, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, you know? Russiagate was QAnon for fucking liberals is all I it was. used to blanch at that, but... It's fucking true. <laughs> I mean, it's not that, yeah, like, I mean, the, I don't know. It's, they did, there was the Russia thing, but it's like using that as like the issue that lost the election. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, right. seriously. And it, that's awful, though. Like, th- we would never do that. There's no <laughs> way we would ever, you know, tamper with a foreign election. So, like, that's just oh, completely no. <laughs> out of line, if you ask me. Yeah. And I mean, there's this, another similarity between Russiagate and QAnon is like, when you get down to it, like the fundamental, like the impetus of the theories, uh, both are true. Fundamentally, <laughs> QAnon is real <laughs> with, with with some reservations. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is like it's the shit like that. It works. They work backwards. Like they get a tiny. They they see something that that doesn't make sense, or uh, they just they can't you know take the sort of like Occam's razor explanation where it's just you know whatever the most likely reason is probably true and they work backwards from that point and they look for things that aren't there and they come up with these insane fucking theories about things that and it's just it's so contagious like i remember when QAnon was first kind of coming around and that shit spread like fucking wildfire i mean and all it really is is astrology for facebook moms and shit but yeah, whoever's running it has to be having a blast. I bet it's a ton of fun to be Q, to be honest. <laughs> the just thing like, for me is like I do this bullshit all day. I I knew for like a long time, like oh yeah, the Republicans are like conspiracy theorists. They have Alex Jones, like you know, like they're, they're yeah, writing was on it's the like wall. a Republican thing, but like it is absolutely not a Republican thing. It's no, a human no. thing. It's like like yeah. you said, it's like when your expectations for what reality is doesn't match what the actual reality is. You have to like work backwards to make a mm-hmm. make it fit together in your mind and going back to what you said about some of it being like true or whatever where QAnon really misses the mark i'm sorry where they where they really can sort of hit the mark is that like rich and powerful people absolutely are very very evil they absolutely are doing horrible things they absolutely do control the country but they they like to pick and choose which ones are good which ones are bad and it's of course uh, it always is. It's right wing shit always, yep. and it also has this very sort of like religious, uh, you know, uh, sort of finish to it, which I'm not sure where that comes from. Yeah, I'm not sure really how they kind of synthesize that, but I'm not a QAnon scholar. Actually, yeah, going back to something you said, Chuck, that you know, Bernie was offering a policy platform that most people largely agree with, and would have been mm-hmm. something would have been like an affirmative case to vote against trump yeah like what was what was universal health care polling at it was like right like 70 percent of people that were polled this is both sides had at least like some you know agreement with it and saying it was good yeah it was a fox news exit poll i think and it was like uh would you would you like a government-run health care option so i think it was more like a public option or universal health care. I thought it was even more like broad than that. I thought it was, was it? like, do you want to switch to a government-run health care plan? Yeah, I, I just don't remember if it was like explicitly like, do you want this to be it or do you want it to be available? Yeah. Uh, but either way, it was like strongly approve or somewhat approve was, yeah, like 70%. Mm-hmm. It's been like that. <laughs> it's yeah, not it has. Yeah, for it's like even, five years yeah. at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if, if the Democrats wanted to make sure this thing was in the fucking bag... If they would have ran on that and just that alone 
and at least said like we'll try to do it like this is what we're hoping we can do like this mm-hmm. is part of an uh, what we want to do we wouldn't we we'd be doing this show last night because this would be in the fucking bag already right and you don't yeah you don't even have to like lie and say like we will 100% accomplish this which like bernie wasn't doing that either he was like this is something we all agree we want so let's try to do it yeah. it's going to require a lot of like agitation from large numbers yeah. of people in addition to like legislative efforts and the executive branch wanting it to happen and it would co- it would come like incrementally too like i think people think it's like a fucking light switch it's like you know turn it on and like oh we have you know well people opposed to now. it think that yes yeah well yeah but it's 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 a gra- what was bernie's plan he it was like every year he would like lower the medicare age until like it was down right. to like 30 yeah. or like 35 or something yeah starting with kids and like then yeah. lowering it from the top, yeah, yeah, they would just lower, it. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like that was. I remember that was a big thing in the primaries yeah. too. It's like Bernie yeah. just wants to just take your health care away. It's like, yeah, but he's like, there's like an actual transition like built into it, <laughs> like yeah. So if the Democrats could have just run with that and provided that sort of nuanced structure to the plan, it's it's a slam dunk. I mean, you can run whoever the fuck yeah. you want. You know, put put Pete up there, put fucking Tulsi Gabbard up there. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> That's the, that's but the Democrats ticket. missed the part where they just repeatedly screamed in your face that, that they do not want that. <laughs> right. Yes. And we know why. I mean, it's because they represent yeah. insurance companies. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, everyone fucking knows. It's like, uh, my God. Yeah. And I was also going to point to like ballot measures across the country, like uh, specifically in Florida, which Trump won pretty easily. Uh, they passed a higher yes. minimum wage also with like pretty convincing numbers in its favor yeah um there was like different kinds of drug legalization or decriminalization in many states uh including i believe south dakota legalized weed yes sir yes they did so did uh new jersey but that was kind of that's been in the works for a while i got a buddy that lives out there that's yeah. i'm pretty sure it. that would pass on a ballot measure in literally every state in the entire probably country yeah, yeah i think so yeah it just needs to get on there. That's also a great way to drive voter turnout, by the way. Like in states where they've had decriminalization or legalization on the ballot for marijuana, they've they've had spikes in people coming to vote. Guess what wasn't on Joe Biden's platform? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker said he Come cared on, about man. systemic racism and he wouldn't fucking <laughs> decriminalize weed. What the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. I just I cannot believe how just in denial about what the Democrats are, the actual Demo- like people who vote for these people think, you know. Yeah, and his mess of a son became like a little bit of a subject of the campaign. And oh, dude, Hunter Biden has- rules. I love Hunter Biden now. Like <laughs> we're gonna have Hunter Biden talk for the next four years, bro. Fuck, dude. Like Hunter, ugh, dude. Hunter Biden is so good because he just obviously he's Joe Biden's son, and you know he's been involved uh, with you know what have you, whatever you decide you want to believe but like i do believe just, it's a criminal family oh yeah fucking a it is <laughs> but he just he just exists i believe like, it's soft so corruption not hard corruption there's a difference okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not technically illegal <laughs> he just he lives so like outside of the bubble and he's just so fucking like f- when i picture someone like joe biden's children uh, someone of like that's just spent his life in congress and and all that uh and you've got his son that's just like doing whatever the fuck he wants and like getting foot jobs and like smoking fucking crack. Like there's something that, that, that man is free. Like that man has, has nothing he worries about. Well, the reason I brought it up is cause like Joe Biden, he plays on like how much he tries to make it seem like he's an empathetic person in the way that he talks about his son's drug addiction but he doesn't extend that to any other human being. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and I was going to uh, congratulate our friends at Radio Free SD for uh, legal marijuana in the state of South Dakota. Congrats, guys. You did it. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I might make some more trips to South Dakota here soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll go visit the Corn Palace or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Mitchell, Fuck baby. Yeah. Um, I wanted to touch on one more thing about... Um, Bernie, before we go and move on to something else, unless you guys had more you want to say about it, do you think that if the Democrats had managed to run Pete, that this wouldn't be so close? Uh, I think Pete probably could have done better than Biden. I think Pete would have done better. Yeah. Because he actually can 
like talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. He, has, he has some charisma. Like a sh- yeah. at least a scrap of it is more than what Biden has. And he would have had the kind of manufactured, uh, sort of Ob- Obama ascendancy kind of yes. story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He like would he have been Obama much more like <laughs> visible. I think. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would rather have him than Biden actually in office. <laughs> oh no, I agree. I mean, I don't want to have anybody in office like that has ever been a choice. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I wish that things were different here. I think everybody does, but that's just not the case. Just imagine having mm-hmm. like this ranked choice voting system where, I don't know, it's just a fantasy, I guess, but... It seems to, uh, the people in Maine seem to like it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That's a start, I suppose. They had, a, a like, a really competitive Senate race in Maine, right? I haven't been looking at that one. Uh, yeah, Susan Collins held on to her seat, actually. Oh, okay. I just saw that. <laughs> well, I guess ranked choice didn't help that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to... Let's see, I've got uh, some last-minute campaign literature that I received on my door. I oh, think no. I think this I showed up yesterday like on election day i think this is from the family friendly action pack now for fuck's sake <laughs> and this is supporting Teresa greenfield who uh, what a, as we can what see a she fucking fart in the wind she was <laughs> hey i called that one right that was the easiest call of the election was Teresa greenfield eating shit stella disagreed Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, but like, you know how many radio ads I heard? You, you know, you know what the ammo against her was on the radio? Because I, I have an old vehicle. I can't like, you know, connect my phone to listen to anything. I don't want to listen to the radio, so I end up listening to like a bunch of like sports radio when I'm driving around. And every ad that I heard about Teresa Greenfield was like. She's a radical leftist. Like she's going to take away your healthcare. <laughs> yep. She's going to defund the military. She's going to abolish the police. Her and Joe Biden are the farthest left candidates in American history, and they're going to take your country away from you. That's all it fucking took. The Democrats could have thrown twice as much money into her campaign as they did, which was a fuckload, by the way. Yeah. And they would have had the same result. That's just the, the S word. That's all I have to say is socialism. You know, the, the socialist fucking boogeyman. It's it's McCarthyism again. Yeah, which never ended. I've said that many times on the show, but and and it's like the Democrats see that shit and they're like, oh my god, we absolutely have to like push back against this. Like, right. we cannot just let this slide. We have to do everything possible to yes. prove that she is not that. Yes. It's like that's it's like so fucking backwards. Again, you have to provide an affirmative case for people to actually Correct. want to vote for your people. If you just serve outrage. It's not going to do a whole lot of good because most people, at least on some level, understand that Democrats and Republicans agree on the vast majority of issues in this country. It's just the cultural shit that we fight over. It's like when it comes to the fucking economy and it comes to the military, it's right wing shit. That's the only goddamn option you have. Yeah, it's just different flavors of it is all, but it's still the same yep, thing. Different cultural flavors yeah. of the same shit. You can only run so many fucking... If you're Teresa Greenfield or you're someone that's having to push back against that, you can only run so many fucking ads of you sitting at a warmly lit kitchen table in rural Iowa with two old people you know, talking about the issues or you touring a farm or you, you know, hanging out with some small business owner. It's just... That that's that's it. Like that's what they think that people and I will want. No, you have to. It's it's obvious that for years the 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 big strategy that's really propelled the GOP is making people afraid that their way of life is going to change. It makes it makes them afraid that this is going to go away. Things are going to change. Uh, you're not going to like it. It's going to be uncomfortable. And these people are going to be the ones to do it. But the, the the Democrats operate at a similar sort of from like a similar sort of position, but the kind of fear that they put into people has nothing to do with that. It's, it's, it, it's just, it gets back to Trump. It's like, well, you don't want, you don't want him. You don't want him. That's, that's all you should be afraid of. And I mean, that can only do so much for people. If, if that's your, your scheme is to like get people afraid and make them go vote. I mean, if you're a Republican and you're listening to these ads, you have a million reasons to go vote. Like you're entire you know, it's, this is getting taken. They break it down for you. They make you as, as afraid as you can possibly fucking be. And it works every time. And it worked this time. And it's going to keep working, especially in the state of Iowa. Yeah. Well, here's how Teresa Greenfield was being sold to me on my front door. Teresa Greenfield, a fighter for Iowa families. Oh, yeah. Never heard that before <laughs> on any campaign ad. You're going to fight for... Really? No shit. There's no candidates that are going to fight for Iowa families. Let's hear the rest. I, I'm, I'm in. What is she going to do for single people though, like me? Ooh, yeah. Sorry, families only. 
Oh, lost mm. lost my vote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Raised on a farm during the farm crisis, Teresa has oh, the grit to fight for Iowa families as senator by, and then there's a checklist here, creating new affordable uh-huh. health care options for Iowa families and protecting okay. hospitals and care centers in our rural communities. Uh, that's a pushback right there. It's because one of the big things was she's going to close rural hospitals, and that's going to yes. be a byproduct of her socialized medicine. Yes, and I know Feenstra was pushing that against Schulten as well. Yes. He's going to close all the dang hospitals. Yep, same like, same with Finknauer. Like, Finknauer, the, 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 the big tagline for Finknauer was, too radical for Iowa. Oh, yeah, I saw a billboard outside of Cedar Rapids that said that yep. about her. <laughs> <laughs> guess she was, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we didn't actually even bring that race up until now, but Ashley fucking Hinson won. <laughs> That's the woman from my TV. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. feel like on our last episode, we really should have been smarter about that. Like, well, I, it's unprecedented for someone to someone on the TV to win. <laughs> yeah, that's never happened before. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. We but her campaign yeah. just seemed so pathetic. <laughs> like, everything they're yeah, putting yeah. out was, like, desperate and weird. I, I really, I don't know. I didn't think people would ditch Finkenauer after the derecho, but I guess they I don't really give a didn't shit. I think so either. It's funny, there was that, uh, remember there was that Des Moines Register poll that came out the day before the election? Yeah, they had her had losing her, by 15. They had her by, like, 15. Yes. Everyone's like, no yes. way, no way, no way. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, that's awfully large to be a margin of error, you know? Like, yeah. that's 15 points? Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Yeah, that's the one that I got wrong. I was I was fairly certain that Fink and I was, was going to be able to wrap it up because she's pretty popular in Cedar Rapids. I mean, at least around here, but obviously yep. I was wrong. Yeah, uh, and rural I, area. Yeah, I agree yeah. 100% about R- rural people campaign. turn the fuck out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it it seemed desperate. That's a really good word for it. But I think that you can't ever underestimate conservatives wanting to vote for yeah. younger white blonde women. <laughs> it's yeah. just you get From the horny TV. vote out. You know, you get the the new blood <laughs> vote out, and it's just. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of it's funny that it's like an urban rural divide in this case because Hinson is so obviously like an Iowa City girl. Yeah. Not Iowa City, yes. but like a city in Iowa. Yes. 100%. I mean, Trump's and a fucking was playing up her farm shit. I like well, yeah, all the other Democrats. That doesn't that doesn't matter though. I mean, Trump no. fucking Trump lives in a lived in a golden tower. <laughs> it had millions yeah. of dollars and literal and golden then farmers toilet. were like, "Yeah, this is our guy." Like rural America's like, "Yeah, this fucking <laughs> This 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 guy from New York, this coastal elite millionaire who's been fucking contractors and you know blue collar workers that build his fucking uh, his his universities and his fucking golf course. He's been stiffing them for for decades. But this is our guy. This is the guy that represents blue collar America. Like <laughs> that does that shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Number two on the checklist. Uh, this is Teresa Greenfield fighting for Iowa families by fighting for a living wage and job training programs. So. Sounds good. Yeah, so Iowa workers have the skills and income they need to support themselves and their families. Good. What is a living wage? Could we put a number to that, perhaps? It depends where you live, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That that living wage, that, that, that phrase is, is such a trap phase. It is mm-hmm. funny, because it's like, sorry. you know there's like websites where it's like, you can put your annual income in, and it tells you, like, adjusting for cost of living, like how much money you would make yes. in another yeah. city. Yeah, that's like... That's not real. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah. The the, the phrase living wage is it has no parameters at all. Like it's all subjective. And the last one is passing paid family and medical leave. Because workers shouldn't have to choose between caring for themselves or a loved one and losing their jobs. I agree. Yeah, me too. Was like the the GOP trying to like reverse FLMA or, or FMLA <laughs> or something? Has that been an issue that's been raised recently? I mean, obviously with COVID it has, but that was like part of the CARES Act. But like, was there something else regarding that recently that you can remember? Mm, I don't know. This little door hanger doesn't get very specific. Yeah. Interesting. I noticed she doesn't use any sort of words like uh, guaranteed or, again, any sort of numbers. So right. what kind of <laughs> what kind of paid family and medical leave are we talking about? Who gets it and how much? It's too radical. And the other side it is about Joni Ernst, so we've got a bit of a, an attack ad. This is like a reversible door hanger. <laughs> nice. You get the, the good and the bad. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> that that 
democratic fundraising hard at work <laughs> spending those spending those dollars the family friendly action pack they know what they're doing yeah and it's got like a scarier I love action, font so yeah <laughs> scarier oh, font man. scarier color palette have Iowa Democrats had the worst year of any Democratic Party establishment in any state? Like it has to be. <laughs> Man, with that, with, like with given this the, caucus, and the caucus, and yeah. then the, yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, those people are awful. But oh my god! Yeah, if they lose a second district, this is worse than 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lobsack. Uh, Joni Ernst cashing in on Iowa families. Oh, so it's still about families, but now it's cashing in on Iowa families. <laughs> Uh-oh. Washington and the special interests changed Joni Ernst. Just look at her record. So I guess that implies that at one point Joni Ernst was great. She was good, <laughs> and now she's bad. Okay. That'll happen, I suppose. Ernst took hundreds of thousands of dollars from the insurance industry and voted to allow them to deny coverage to Iowans with pre-existing conditions. Which is objectively bad. Mm-hmm. Ernst took millions of dollars from corporate special interests and supported a $500 billion corporate slush fund, allowing them to fire workers and give themselves multi-million dollar bonuses. So where did you get your money for your campaign? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't worry about that. Those aren't special interests. They're just regular interests. <laughs> yeah, there's a big difference. <laughs> I've always wondered what that actually, like special interests. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, uh, it's perfect. It's the perfect phrase. Uh, Ernst voted against requiring companies to provide paid leave, which would let working families take time off to care for themselves, a newborn, or a sick family member. Okay, so that's where the pay okay. leave thing comes from. I think you're supposed to start with the Joni Ernst side and then flip it over. Oh, well, but it's just if uh, it's just hanging from your door, like I don't know which way I'm supposed to read it. <laughs> yeah, that does not seem like great design. <laughs> no, instructions were not clear at all. <laughs> they have footnotes on this, so I guess this is about an amendment to House Resolution 6201. <laughs> so if anyone wants to dig into that, uh, apparently. Joni Ernst voted against requiring companies to provide paid leave, which sucks. And she'll probably do it again because she won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I don't think I looked at a single piece of shit that I got in the mail. I looked at a couple. The only one that I looked at is one that I got from some Iowa progressive pact or something. The only reason it caught my eye, which apparently it worked because this is how it was designed, is there was a big old smiling Bernie Sanders on mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. on it, and then it was a quote from him telling me that I should go and vote for Joe <laughs> Biden because he's going to lead uh, one of the most progressive revolutions in United States history. Um, Clearly. Which, I don't know if he actually said that or not. I mean, he might have. Who knows? I mean... We all knew this was going to happen, so there's really no point in getting into it. But mm-hmm. I just thought it was interesting that that they had something like like they knew how incredibly popular Bernie Sanders was in the state of Iowa, and they're like, we need to have something for these. Like, we have to we have to hit all the, the we have to check all the boxes here. Like, we have to hit these people somehow. We have to get them something. Somebody's got to do it because yeah. the party's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead of actually giving any sort of concession. Correct. Like what. What was like the big God, I remember back like after Bernie dropped out, like one of the big Joe Biden concessions was going to be like college uh, student loan relief shit. I haven't heard a peep about that. I have not heard a peep about that for like five months. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot all about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. They're like, that's, that's going to be what Joe Biden, that's going to be the one Bernie Sanders thing that he really is going to take on the mantle. But it's like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they formed all those like committees or whatever where people from the Bernie camp and people from the Biden camp, they meet up and they come up with all these like policy compromises. Now, that one might actually happen anyway, just because banks are fucking losing money on people defaulting, (laughs) which is probably Mm. why that was like the thing that they chose as being like something that might be theoretically possible with their corporate donors. Right. They're losing the gambles they put on people's lives by loaning them money. (laughs) Yeah, because I mean, that's like, I don't know, man, it seems like a bubble that's gonna pop like obviously like this student loan shit is like it's unsustainable like, well yeah i yes. mean most people can't pay them i would assume <laughs> like, most you have to get a good job to pay those yeah i would assume most people who are holding student loans haven't paid them for most of this year like, i haven't 
<laughs> like I I owe a few thousand still and I haven't paid a dime since February. And if there's people just not paying all year, it seems like that can't <laughs> still function as it was before. Yeah. Well, I think that was part of the CARES Act, wasn't it? So it was, like, yeah. I assume that they probably uh, <laughs> fucking filled the pockets up yeah, on the back end. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably the only way they would let that happen is if they... Uh, didn't yeah. suffer for it god who knows like i don't even know like that bill is just like i mean there's some good things in there obviously but like a lot of it is just corporate slush i mean obviously but yeah it's new they're gonna get plenty more of that like in, in europe they just the like say like we're gonna guarantee your payroll like you cannot fire anyone we're gonna like pay your payroll if you need it here it's like we're just gonna give you money <laughs> like there's no strings really attached or anything like we're not gonna like you can just fire as many people as you want like whatever but like we're Mm -hmm. just gonna give you money it's cool i like it so speaking of the cares act and covid earlier i was thinking about like how bad of a year this should have been for trump yes in terms of re-election yes possibly one Mm. of the worst one of the worst years a president has had that i can remember since i've been alive like yeah (sighs) a very inhospitable election year for an incumbent you would think yes (laughs) he started the year getting impeached by the house covid broke out which has made this the worst year of probably most of our lives (laughs) uh everyone's losing their jobs people are getting sick and dying uh like two hundred fifty thousand people i'm overestimating a little bit but not no, I don't really think you are. <laughs> no, and that number is going to keep going up. I think it's we're in flu season. We're going to hit like 300. I think we're at 235 or so now. We are 100% going to hit 300,000 yeah, by the end of the year. Uh, what else happened? Protests. Oh, sure. Yeah, protests. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the biggest uh, civil social unrest in 50 years. <laughs> yeah, and what did Biden yeah. do about that? Yeah. yeah. Other God, than had... just like talk about property damage every single fucking time unprompted uh, like up until fucking election day every time the cops murder someone he's like well rioting is not protesting do you give do oh you my fucking give god a that fuck about anything? <laughs> oh my fucking god Ugh. i just he, he just trump took a fucking he's taken a beating obviously his entire tenure so far but like this year especially it's uh, it's there's there is no no reason that the election should be this close. Like we should not be sitting here right now right. waiting for like a, a few thousand more ballots to get counted in two yeah. states. To I see made a bad bet out. in 2017. <laughs> I made a bad <laughs> bet in 2017 with Chuck. It's gonna like, pay though, I, probably. Like, but well, yeah, whatever. But still a bad <laughs> bet. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad bet. I mean, like I'm I'm too optimistic about the like. I mean, it's been. I don't know. I've gradually gotten less and less optimistic. I at least like can change my like. I I was one of the Democrats in denial probably for well, yeah, up until probably like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, you're on your way to jokerfication. So <laughs> oh, I'm let it happen. <laughs> yes, I've just been laughing in the Take crawl the Joker space. Pill. I've just been like absolutely giddy the last day or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I woke up laughing this morning. It's just so fucking funny. Just like open your sucks. eyes. <laughs> haven't read a thing yet on your phone. Haven't read a single headline. It's just knowing that today is going to be full of surprises. Yeah. Well, not surprises, but you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not what I expected, but it's also like so, you know, it's vindicating. Like I <laughs> I knew the Democrats were fucking failures and they deserve to lose because they refuse to embrace like any populist energy at all. Yep, And I guess even before uh, he was impeached, like the entire media and pop culture like hated him for his entire term, Yeah, which you would think would have some kind of cultural effect. <laughs> no, th- this is a thing I was thinking about earlier today where it's like Trump, he hates the same people that his base hates. And like the Republicans mm. are smart enough if they don't hate the same people like they don't hate democrats because they work with them and their colleagues and their chums they have to at least pretend to but like democrats they don't see anything as like an enemy like there's no no enemies in politics heal the country they're like you're not allowed to hate republicans because that's like uncouth or something and it's like because we disagree we could still be friends (laughs) it's just so absolutely bloodless and just like obviously 
just not going to, it just doesn't work. They're like, cucked. Y- y- the whole party's cucked. Liberals it, are cucked is what it, it is. is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've just been beating that same drum this entire podcast. Yes, but yes they've been watching, event, event they've session. watching Republicans fuck their government, fuck their country their entire lives, and they've gotten used to just sitting there and watching it happen and being completely fine with it and kind of turned on by it now, it seems like. Yeah, you're not actually allowed to hate Republicans. I fucking hate them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you can't you can't act like it's like a mutual feeling. I mean, like deep down, they hate your Republican. They, they hate your fucking guts. They they hate Democrats. They think you're fucking evil. Like they think you're the worst thing on earth. Like there's nothing worse to some of these people than a goddamn Democrat. Which they're probably right, but it, it's 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 based in something else. What was this? Is why they quote, fucking lose time and time again. Love people and hate institutions. Yes, no teeth. You didn't, Michael Brooks, say something like that. Yeah, I think it might have been Michael Brooks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, actually. Or, um, let your hate be pure. Ugh. That's another good one. <laughs> yeah, nothing pure, nothing is pure and, you know, has some sort of, like, wholesome redeeming thing about it is hate. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm talk- talking seriously. What's, like, what's that, how pure is your hate? There was, like, I think it was, like, a... I don't know, some teacher, like, lefty teacher who, like, would ask his students, like, how pure is your hate? And it, like, confused them, and then he, like, explained that's, like, you have to, like, hate injustice in yeah. order to ever solve it. Oh, um, Alexander Cockburn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was thinking uh, Emperor Palpatine from <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> he said something similar. Let your, let your hate fuel you or something. I'm not sure about that one. I let the hate <laughs> flow through you. I think is what it yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, how do we feel about the future of the Iowa Democratic Party? I think we've pretty clearly laid that out yeah. so far. But I mean, they're. I mean, I said it right away. I was. It's not a swing state anymore. It's not a purple state. With this record turnout and more people going to vote than ever before, and the results that we've seen, it's become very mm-hmm. obvious that I think we've known it the whole time that this. This is we live in a red state. Like that's that's the bottom line. That's all there is to it. I have a slightly different take where it's like I don't think that there's really any like cultural like significant cultural differences between Iowa and say like Wisconsin. It's just that for whatever reason we don't have we don't have a big city. Like that's really it's like just the rural urban divide more so yeah. than like red state blue state honestly. Um so what we need is more people to move we to We need Des more people to move to Des Moines. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the people who, like, moved to New York City or, like, California who were originally from Iowa uh, need to come back. I think that, like, the, the key difference, though, is, like, in a state like Wisconsin, you can sort of campaign more on, like, manufacturing jobs, whereas around here, it's it's farms, you know? Yeah, I mean, Iowa's still got a pretty big manufacturing sector compared to, like, most states. That's true. But, I mean, it's the same playbook. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I don't know. There's probably more reasons for it than that, but, like, I, I think of it more as, like, I don't know. The whole, like, red state, blue state thing is annoying because, clear. I mean, like, the California, when I'm talking about California, the Prop 22 passing, which I think uh, yeah. most people assume was going to happen anyway, but it's, like... It sucks, though. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to it's gonna trickle down everywhere because now it's going to be, like, yeah, the, the, every other state's going to do it. Actually, they're yeah. specifically angling for a federal law to uh like enshrine i saw a tweet they called it the third way <laughs> so it's oh, like jesus <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah you can be like an actual employee or you can be a contractor but then we're gonna make a third way for fucking actually i don't know what the second i don't know either way it's funny <laughs> like they're like enshrining the idea of like fucking wage not even wage slave like you don't even have like you don't get a wage like it's just gig worker shit I mean, you do you do get a wage. Cut this. Uh, yeah, I, I've never done the job, and I don't really know how the pay works. But it's more that you don't get benefits. Like sure. that's the part that's fucked about it. And they're they're going to allow them to continue not providing benefits. Yeah. Well, leading up to the election, I was thinking, and this is something I've heard, uh, like Brianna Joy Gray mention on her podcast, and I've seen people talk about it on Twitter. I was thinking the left generally people who are further left than the Democratic Party, I felt that we should be trying to organize like a few thousand people to pledge to withhold votes from Democratic candidates unless concessions are made. Mm. And I thought that would be like probably 
I guess the only way we could like get anything we want out of these people. But now, as you've said, with the like record breaking turnout and it being clear that um, the people of Iowa have made the Democrats pretty irrelevant anyway, that seems like maybe not even uh, productive. So, yeah, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> uh, we post. We we keep posting because we're posters. That's that's it. We just post our way through. It's the same way we deal with everything. I would like to think that uh, if the Democrats did make concessions to the left, that it would be popular among people who are not just on the left. And that could potentially, I mean, like, it's so just sick that they have no concept of ever, ever providing any sort of like universal. It's always like Mm -hmm. mean tested, means tested shit where it's like people. And that just like fuels the divisive culture war shit. Like Democrats are 100% just as guilty of like, stoking like division the way that they say about republicans i mean mm-hmm. not to the exact same extent obviously but they absolutely feed into the culture war shit yeah i mean there's been a lot of uh people on twitter like oh these i fucking hate iowa now <laughs> like all these people deserve yeah. what's coming to them and what it really is is a distraction from the economic issues mm-hmm. that undergird the cultural issues. Yeah. And I guess what we were getting at earlier is like if we were to pull these concessions out of them, like presumably that would improve their electoral results. But I guess the strategy of like withholding votes from them is not really necessary now because they're perfectly capable of losing uh, yeah. whether we vote <laughs> yeah. for them or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's baked into the plan for them. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, like, I just don't know how to make them listen. I mean, yeah, the absolute I, worst thing is if they take this. I mean, that's what, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to call this victory, like, a resounding victory. <laughs> and, like, it's obviously just, like, a fucking mirage. There's no mandate. Yeah, so I guess what we have to do is just make sure everyone knows. Everyone that we can reach has to know that this was not a resounding victory. It's not even really a victory. <laughs> It is a devastating failure. Joe Biden's going to be in the White House, and that's all you fucking get. Unfortunately, they're not <laughs> receptive to that either, though. <laughs> I, I guess. Well, I mean, just the people that that we can talk to, which are not like right. yeah. Democratic Party I know. operatives. I, there's a different way to approach it. I think often it's like too aggressive where you're like, like you just want to shake people and be like, yeah. how do you like understand like the people that you are supporting? Like, they're not supporting you <laughs> like mm-hmm. well that's 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 the fear part of what they play on is that the other guy's bad that's it that's all yeah. you need to know they're republican they're bad they don't want what you want but they do it in such a pussy-footed way yeah they they don't want what you want but also we don't want what you want that bad either <laughs> yes <laughs> uh do you think we've uh theorized enough applied enough analysis i guess i, mean, to I could talk about this all night but yeah yeah there's like 5,000 podcasts saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening to ours, I guess. I'm sure you've already yeah, heard a few yeah, other ones saying the same thing. We're the but... only one talking about Iowa, so. <laughs> That's yeah. true, yes. The only That's one. That's why you yep. love us. <laughs> Iowa's yep. only podcast. And we went into this with zero preparation, just rambling. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's I fine. I think there's we some have, good points made. We have strong brains and... <laughs> yes, the strongest, the best. You do, you do uh, I polished them. mine up before the show. <laughs> My brain is very resilient. Well, as we say goodnight, I would like to, of course, congratulate the only candidate in the entire election that we endorsed, uh, Jalen Cavill. Uh, congratulations. He is the new sheriff of Polk County, Iowa. Uh, Yay! He, he declared victory uh, earlier today. So thanks. Fuck yeah. Uh, thanks for writing him in, everybody. And congrats to Jalen. Our, our new yeah Polk he got County more sheriff. votes than Kanye too didn't he? Uh, I don't know if it's more, but I know that he got a similar number of write-in votes in Polk County. Yeah, compared to Kanye's statewide vote total when he was on the ballot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so there was like three thousand people, uh, almost three thousand people, which I mean was like one percent of the vote, but still for a write-in. That's for great. a write-in campaign. Yeah, I don't know. And that's why he's the sheriff now. God. Yeah, more power to him. That was incredible. <laughs> I uh, I need to get involved in local politics. I, I don't want to, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me either. I just like I, I've been like on straight COVID mode. Um, just yeah, it's hard when you don't my leave living the house, circumstances. Yeah. yeah, like it's just like I'm. I live with someone who takes immunosuppressive drugs, so it's like I'm very conscious about that. But like 
I don't know. I have a lot of energy that I need to like get out mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at this point. I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what to do in the future. You know, we'll see. Well, I'll be posting and gaming. <laughs> yeah, I'll be posting. We'll keep doing the pod. You know, yeah, what are we going to talk about? Uh, we'll find shit. <laughs> we'll find plenty of shit. I, yeah, I think it's, uh, this is going to be actually increasing in relevance uh, <laughs> with a Biden presidency and Republicans running everything else. I think there's going to be plenty yep. to critique. I think we can continue advo- or advocating and agitating for an actual leftist representation in government in general, local and national. Like I'm pretty sure we can keep doing that. We can keep beating that drum. Mm-hmm. The story's just begun. <laughs> Everybody listening, you should also continue beating the drum. We're going to have just a big old drum circle. And that's that's gonna end the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good night. Oh jeez. Oh Jesus. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 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 <laughs>